I don't know if those audio levels are good. Testing okay. one, two, one, two, three. How does it sound? Check, to you? check, check. Sounds good, but I have a big mouth. I do too. Voice. That's why I turn this down. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so um, for those of you who will listen to this, this is a Rotations podcast, and uh, so I'm here with Brian Plow, and a new person that you should be aware of, but you'll probably never hear from again, unless <laughs> she just sneaks in. You never know. Who are you? Radio producers are sneaky people. Who are you? I'm Laura Harbert. And what do you do, Laura? Uh, I'm a PhD student at uh, the School of Media Arts and Studies, which is part of the Scripps College of Communication. I think I've got that right. You do. It's a lot. But how many years between... The, oh. Between the time you graduated from high school and the time mm. you became a PhD student, does Many. your resume reflect experience? Many. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you do? Well, I uh, worked in radio uh, for most of my career. I would say I uh, worked in public radio, three different public radio stations in North Carolina, Kentucky, and West Virginia. Um, I've led a community radio station, and then I've also been a, like a director of communications, so run social media websites, things like that. And, and then I decided I wanted to not work anymore and go back to school, and now I'm working harder than I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it so you, right. it, will, it, will it be so you can teach students someday? Yeah. Is that what you want to do, academics? I, do, I, I love teaching. I love research, too. And I think I've That's always cool. had younger people have been a part of my life in my professional career, like always mentored a lot. And um, like I'm really proud of that, and I enjoy it. So I thought teaching would be a good fit. That's awesome. So, so the reason why we're doing this uh, addition to rotations is because, first of all, it's just nice to see Brian once in a while. He always hides <laughs> his new, yeah, brand yeah. new office at Schoonover, which is really awesome. Yeah. And um, and of course, Laura need to come down because I haven't met Laura yet. But um, uh, we're going to change things a little bit in rotations. We're actually approaching what would be technically the third season of rotations because the new hosts will be picked in the spring. Um, and we're doing what right now, Brian, with the current content we have on hand? Yeah, okay, so we can give everybody kind of an update of where we are yeah. with, uh, with the overall show. Um, due to, uh, you know, the first season, Todd and host Nisarg's um, energy and enthusiasm insanity. and hard work and, and a little bit of insanity <laughs> thrown in. Um, OCD. The, the, amount of content, the amount of content produced was just monstrous. Yeah. And as you've noticed over the last few months, uh, we've been dropping a few episodes here and there, but we have got a lot of great guests and a lot of great content that still has not hit the airwaves, so to speak. And so we're going to spend the next uh, six weeks or so dropping you know two to three episodes a week and um, moving through and, and really releasing a lot of this great content to our to our listening audience. And that would take us through the official season one, you know, that was hosted by um, Nisarg Bakshi. That's true. And, and then the next step is where does Rotations go from here? And one of the things that's happened is we have been very fortunate in that Rotations has served as a suitable vehicle for some research projects by our students, which will be initially showcased in poster format, some big conferences this year. And then now it's time to start looking at some other elements of improving the production of uh, rotations and taking it to a, a, a different place for the benefit of the people who, who invest their time in listening to us. And Laura, do you, do you have some thoughts about that? I do, of course, I'm a radio producer. So, yes, you uh, are. Audio and sound are big parts in, of my life, and they always have been. And I think when I first started to listen, I listened to your uh, show with Dr. Jesse Ehrenfeld, and I was just so impressed with the quality of that interview, and, and uh, I think audio is so rich, and right now with the advent of podcasting, it's almost like audio is in a golden age again. Um, and so sort of trying to introduce some of those 
documentary-style elements of sound and narrative storytelling. Uh, Interrotations would definitely be, I think, a a goal that we have as a team. Um, But then I I just started to think about the possibilities for storytelling and how intimate audio can be. And I think Rotations ultimately is, is about people. And those are, to me, the best stories. You know, they say people in place, right? I'm from West Virginia. I'm, I'm an Appalachian, so place is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, but people and, and learning more about what the medical community at a, at a university, uh, the stories that can be unraveled there, that can be explored are really almost limitless. And so that makes me really excited as an audio producer to, to sort of follow those through. Yeah, so now you raised something before I go back to Brian. What county are you from? Uh, well, hmm. I went to high school in Clarksburg, Harrison County. Yeah. Yeah, but I Charleston, Kanawha County. Because one thing about West Virginians, they all know every county in the state. and they 55. Ne- and they never tell anybody what city they're from. They always say, I'm from county. the county, right? Well, yeah, that's mm. true. I'm a little bit of a hybrid because I grew up in the Northeast. Yeah. Um, at, uh, near New York, actually, for a while. But my family's from West Virginia, and so they moved back. Yeah. When I was a kid, so. Brian, so when you think about this sort of new world of, of radio production, audio production, you're an, you're a cinematic film guy. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this as far as going forward with rotations in, the, in this new way? It's not entirely new. It's just, just trying to make it even a better experience for people who, who spend their time listening. So, Yeah, and as people might know, I'm, you know, my background is in filmmaking. So the idea of not having some form of visual component, um, yeah, I have to get used to that idea. But I'm also a pragmatic person. So when I look at how our audience is engaging with Rotations content and how majority of people are, you know, even if they're encountering it through YouTube, they're probably drifting over to iTunes and um, we're getting a lot more plays um, through SoundCloud and iTunes than we are views through YouTube. And also just the, the, just the practical element of having to manage that much data when mm. you're doing a four or five camera shoot mm-hmm. and then spending that time switching between camera angles. I do like seeing, um, you know, even though it, this is, takes place in your office and, you know, I like seeing... <laughs> no, it movie, doesn't. It takes place in a high-quality <laughs> studio <laughs> exactly. pro- sponsored by a major, uh, produ- yeah, by a major production exactly. house. Yeah, yeah. but, um, but uh, you know, see, seeing those people on screen or cutting to the Skype feed and, um, and, and seeing that individual, yeah, there is something that I'll miss there. But I, I think that um, I, I agree with Laura in that I think... You know, rather than seeing an audio-only um, podcast as being a limitation, I really am focused on the advantages of being able to take that production value higher, and really focus on you know the the medical storytelling through sound and audio. Go ahead, Laura. I'm no, sorry. I was just going to say we audio folks borrow an awful lot. Like uh, it's very common uh, when I've in my training experiences, you know, theater of the mind. That's one of the the things that they say about audio. And then I also get told, keep the movie going. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the thing is, um, you know, Jaws, the shark is terrifying until you actually see the shark. Right. That's true. So the imagination, you know, can build such a such a more a beastly monster than when you actually see it. Well, this is really a change, too, which is interesting because as children, not having the advantage of computers and certainly not having the advantage of the game of CGI as it is today. I mean, Jason and the Argonauts, right? Mm-hmm. Harryhausen, stop motion. That I mean, this is I, was, that I know practical effects with John Dykstra and and you know, I mean, Star Wars and all that stuff. That stuff today, which is looks at as so kludgy, 
I think it resonated with us as children because it was theater of the mind. We had to imagine a lot as kids. You read books and you'd have to create these worlds in your mind. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice that we can still hit that. And, and it's a challenge, I think, to us. And I've spoken about this we, we, as a production meeting. We, we had a production meeting. Creating oral elements, A-U-R-A-L, oral elements that cr- help you create an image and a picture um, there's some decided advantages to an audio-only format, which we all agree upon, especially in medicine and some issues of HIPAA and FERPA and visual imagery. And don't be don't be uh, concerned because we're going to incorporate those in show notes. So if you want to see something that's really important, impactful visually, we can still incorporate that. But I think we're going to really try to focus on the audio portion of this and make it a more immersive experience for people to the extent that an interview with. I don't know, Jesse Ehrenfeld can be an immersive experience, but I think it can be, and I think it could yeah. be pretty cool, so we'll do that. So, yeah, well, yeah. any other thoughts? Well, I, I think we're looking forward to the uh, premiere of season two uh, sometime this fall. We're, mm-hmm. we're probably looking at somewhere near the end of October. Yeah, I think so. Six weeks from today. Yeah, six around, weeks or so. Roughly. And so we have some great episodes coming up, but in, in the interim, we're going to be dropping upwards of about a dozen so shows from a variety of different guests that are absolutely amazing you know so i think um our audience has something to look forward to between now and the and the first of season two yeah i'm really excited about it i am i think when you think of theater of the mind i think of dream theater which i love listening to which is multi-layers of sound which is awesome so if you're listening dream theater if you want to send me some tickets it'd be awesome (laughs) (laughs) anything else laura no i'm just glad to Glad to be here. Well, I'm glad that you guys were willing to take this time to do this. And uh, we'll, um, I'm really looking forward. I, I'm really happy with the last couple of weeks of what's shown up on rotations. It's good. I mean, the stuff I listen to, I listen to every episode after it's produced. I listen to it before it's produced and after it's – well, I listen to it. As soon as we produce it, I listen to every episode after post-production. And I just – I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And it's not just yeah. bias. I just enjoy it. So yeah, it's and good. I, and I'm going to give props to Laura. She's taken over the um, – the lion's share of the editing uh, for you know the remainder of season one, so she's doing she's doing obviously a fantastic job. That's awesome. Thanks, it's fun. Yeah, fun for me. And as always, guys, if you have a, a questions or issues that you want us to address, and you have some ideas of people that would be interesting to hear from, please tell us, and we'll reach out to them, and we'll we'll hopefully make it a fun experience for everybody. So that's all I got. I guess we'll we'll talk later, or we'll give more updates as they come. Yeah, thanks. Good. And thanks for listening to Rotations. Take care.